0: I'm ready.
1: Me too. Where's your bear? Where's your bear?
0: Oh, my bear? <laughs> I don't bear, got bear. a bear. bear? <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.
1: back. We haven't recorded since New Year's Eve.
0: Has it been that long? Yes. Wow. Well,
1: I've caught up entirely on the backlog of recorded materials.
0: I have not. Yeah. Like as far as listening. Right.
1: <laughs> um, it's all out there for the world to listen to.
0: Yeah. Well that's interesting. Techno house is uh, on it. Yeah. On
1: Thursday night.
0: Oh, so wait is that techno? No. I think it's just rap. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, so anyway, um, which is really kind of an interesting way to start this because we have a topic tonight.
0: And our topic is 90s music that sucks, that you, <laughs> that you have to listen to while you're trying to eat your damn pizza in a round table.
1: <laughs> that's not really our topic tonight, but I have a feeling it's going to, that's a theme that will figure prominently uh-uh. in yeah. our discussion. Well, let,
0: let's say we walked in and it was Rhythm Nation by Janet Jackson. Yeah. Totally down for that. Good song. Um, And then we left and it was that Far Behind song by I think Candlebox. I think Candlebox you did that song. You would know better song. than me. Yeah.
1: You, you are more of a 90s child than I am.
0: I could look it up right now.
1: You could. But that may not be a bad idea.
0: Did you just call me a what child? A 90s child? Yeah. Hmm. Your,
1: your formative years were in the 90s.
0: Yeah, but I like 80s better. Well, no, I understand that.
1: I'm not talking about... What I was
0: born in the 80s.
1: I was born in the 60s, technically. I mean, the very, very, very end of the 60s. But I'm not a 60s child by any means.
0: Yeah, that was Candlebox. And I'm
1: not really a 70s child, even though I was a child in the 70s. I, you know, my formative years with music and everything was the 80s. Junior high, high school, and college, that was the 80s. Well, the first half of my seven-year college
0: career.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They have a a name for people who went to college for seven years. Doctors. Yeah. I'm not a doctor.
0: You know what's funny is like, ever since when it was a Tommy Boy. <laughs>
1: yeah, Tommy Boy.
0: <laughs> ever since that came out, and that line was was you know about him going to college for seven years, and David Spade's like, yeah, they're called doctors or something. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. every time you mention that, it's like I know what we're gonna.
1: And and so here's my question with. to you: What year did Tommy Boy come out?
0: Ninety-five?
1: No. Maybe late nineties, though, right?
0: mid-90s. It was 94 or 95. Okay. So and then Black Sheep came out like a year or two later. Yeah.
1: I think I like Black Sheep better. But the point being... Yeah,
0: Tommy Boy came out in 95.
1: Okay, so I, I wrapped up my seven-year college career in 94. So that movie was really just speaking to with that line. Yeah. <laughs> but we do actually have a topic tonight.
0: It's a hot topic. I, you know what? I realized...
1: <laughs> We haven't even introduced ourselves.
0: Oh well, by now, if people are still listening, they knew who the fuck we are. <laughs> that is a good point.
1: <laughs> if you don't know who we are, why are you listening to this? I mean, because I'm not even my mom listens to this, which is probably good.
0: Yeah, I don't know if she wants to listen. to No, this. she did not want to hear
1: hear this. But tonight, it, it what? Now my iPad's telling me I need to update my operating. System.
0: You need to operate your, or update your operating. Right capabilities i don't know what i was going to say completely (laughs) like yeah you need to operate your updated life
1: (laughs) so so for those of us who have listened to us from the very beginning from our inauspicious beginnings oh so long ago like maybe what four episodes it's been more than that been several more than that but we kind of have three main things going on in this podcast right we drink well yeah so we have the drinks and talks that's what I mean like we, we talk. Yeah, so there's the drinks and talks one, that's where we just sit here and drink and talk and share our lives with people. Um and then the other one we have, it's a small feature but we've been building on it it's the Adventures of Peanut Butter and Beanie. That's our like travel and an event themed podcast. Yeah. You know, if we go it's somewhere our travel pod? Yeah, if we go somewhere we might record while we're there like, Road pod. Yeah, like we recorded on your birthday that one year. Birthday at, pod in Colma.
0: Yeah. That was good. That was last year.
1: Was it? Yeah. It was just last year that we did that? Yeah. Because that was the first Peanut Butter and
0: Beanie. Yeah. Okay. I think so.
1: <laughs> All right. With the Linklings. Yep. Okay. So there's that. So so we have Drinks and Talks and the Adventures of Peanut Butter and Beanie. But our third segment that we do is Sid versus Coco, the Song Challenge. And we've been promising our listeners since we ended our first season of Song Challenge, uh, which was 80s. It, was it Eighties Rock? Is that what we called it? I'm gonna look at my notes here. Uh Eighties New Wave. Eighties New Wave was our theme.
0: For some reason I thought it was just eighties in general. But yes, okay. Season 80s one, eighties new, new, new Wave.
1: That was the notes are right here. That was um looks like we wrapped that one up back in like, you know, the beginning of twenty eighteen. Well we've been point being is we've been promising our listeners, our faithful listeners, since then that our next season would come out and our next season would be
0: dun dun dun
1: Gothic Rock. Yes. That's really lousy. Like,
0: dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, how d- that doesn't go with and Brawn.
0: You should probably like insert some sort of like spooky bats flying around, kind of a thing.
1: All right, I'll see if I can find that. Yeah, I'll fix it in post.
0: Royalty free bats. <laughs>
1: right there, search for royalty free bats. <laughs> That's gonna be weird. So, um, but as we did with our um, previous season. Before we actually got into the song challenge,
0: previously on Sid versus Coco, <laughs> right?
1: Before we got into the actual challenge, where we named off our songs and talked about them, we and had all
0: discussions that. of what could be. <sighs>
1: yeah, we we talked about what the '80s new wave, what it meant, where it came from, the origination and whatnot.
0: Origination.
1: Are, yeah, I can talk. Those are words. <laughs> um.
0: You know what the problem is? We're starting this podcast and we've only got this one beer, well, there's and so more beer in there. yeah, so you're gonna have to go in and get more mm-hmm. and. Didn't plan this.
1: No, the, the, the listeners will love that, hearing my chair move out and going in. <laughs> and. So first, about this beer we're drinking, this is the Cavatica Stout from Fort George Brewery in Astoria, Oregon. And you all know, if you don't know what Astoria is famous for...
0: Look it up. Look it up. We're not going to tell you.
1: It It is... But... Let's put it this way: Fort George Brewery is famous <laughs> for their stouts and porters. So therefore, they're one of our favorite breweries.
0: And and there's a certain movie that we won't give names. We don't want to spoil anything.
1: <laughs> and I'm not going to do the truffle shuffle. Shh.
0: Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, right. Spoiler but alert. Uh, what is it? A uh, baby Ruth <laughs> bar, something like that. That was. Yeah. Yeah, the candy of choice, I guess. Candy of
1: choice, yeah. It's better than that other movie where Reese's Pieces were the candy <laughs> <laughs> Keep okay, yeah. let's, let's sidetrack this. What other movies are known for, <laughs> for, candy. for their You're candy? So besides
0: Willy Wonka.
1: Well, yeah, but they didn't have like one candy. That right. would be okay. about candy.
0: Okay. All right. Um, was there any candy involved with the Stand By Me?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Those kids didn't have candy?
1: Well, the kids did, but it's not like nobody paid for advertisement in a Stephen King movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, there's no product placement going on when when it's for, you know, teeny bopper stars that are saying, let's go look at a dead body. Yes. That's what the movie was about.
0: Um, gosh, this is like a really good question. I, I know. know. Okay, the movie Airheads. Didn't oh, oh
1: the, uh, Brendan Fraser. And yeah,
0: didn't they like request something with the negotiations? Like I think they there were snickers
1: involved. Yeah. And I do know that they wanted a football helmet full of cottage cheese.
0: Yeah, that, that was gross.
1: The, yes, but funny.
0: And then the, what, a naked picture of V. Arthur. Naked pictures
1: of V. <laughs> Arthur. And remember the...
0: Totally going like So you like know they had the, 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 sides the, here, the fake yeah.
1: squirt guns that they used to, to take the radio station hostage. Mm-hmm. That they had hot sauce in them. And if you remember at one point, one of the dudes had a microwave burrito and he was like, he took a bite and he's like, kind of looked at it like, oh, this is bland. So he takes the
0: sweet Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> on the end of the burrito, so he had hot sauce. He was like, oh, that's better. Yeah. I think there was something about Steve Wasn't
0: Steve Buscemi in that movie? Yeah,
1: Steve Buscemi what? Was he one of the members of the band?
0: He had like long hair. Was he one of
1: the Lone Rangers? I think so. Because that was Was the, he
0: like maybe the bass player? That was
1: the name of their band, the Lone Rangers. I was like, um. how does that
0: even work? How
1: are you alone <laughs> if there's <laughs> rangers? Okay. This has been gothic rock. Let's yeah, right? Well, so. we
0: went to Steve Buscemi. It's pretty gothic because he's, he's like a, I don't know, a dark soul. character actor. Dark soul.
1: Oh, hey, outside Kitty's here. Hi, Juju. Oh, she's up in the chair. Okay. So while you're looking up Steve Buscemi in Airheads...
0: Yeah, he played Rex. Okay. I'm, I apologize for the... Yeah, there's <laughs> <It's> a picture. <laughs> yeah, look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you look pretty badass.
1: Yeah. Okay. He looks kind of goth there, actually. Yeah,
0: he looks yeah, like, looks like b- he listens to Ministry or something. Ministry,
1: Christian death. <laughs> With Roz Williams, though, not this yeah. Valor dude. Valor dude. F that. Charlie's looking out the door at us. Oh, so sad. You got in trouble last time. You stay there. All right, so goth rock. So... I will say this. When I mention goth rock or goth music to people, there often seems to be some confusion about it. It's like, you know, like I remember one guy said, I thought goths were like always depressed and everything. How come all the music seems all like upbeat and happy? And I'm like, <laughs> well, that's not goth rock. That's like, you know, club goth, I guess, you know? So so I thought I would kind of go through a little bit. I
0: goth t- EDM.
1: Right, yeah. So I, I, I um, took some notes. About what Goth rock isn't.
0: Okay. Okay?
1: So, like, first of all, it's not about people. Okay, the neighbor's dog has mo- a lot to say about that. But the Goths were an East Germanic people, two of whose branches, the Visigoths and the Ostrogoths, played an important role in the fall of the Western Roman Empire and the emergence of medieval Europe. This is not about them.
0: Uh, oh, I thought you were going to continue doing oh, that I, list. I,
1: well, I am, <laughs> but I just, I didn't know if you had anything to say about that.
0: No, I don't.
1: Okay. Now, next. Nothing. art and architecture. Gothic art was a style of the medieval art that developed in northern France out of the Romanesque art in the 12th century CE, uh, led by a concurrent development of Gothic architecture. It spread to all of Western Europe and much of southern and central Europe, but never quite effacing more classical styles in Italy. In the late 14th century, the sophisticated court style of international Gothic developed, which continued to evolve into the late 15th century. And in many areas, especially German, uh, Germany, late Gothic art continued well into the 16th century before being subsumed into Renaissance. Uh, the primary media included sculpture, panel painting, stained glass, fresco, illuminated manuscripts. Um, um, this is not about that.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, do we need to read everything off? No. We know it's not about that. <laughs> Sorry. Literature. Literature.
1: Gothic fiction, which is largely known by the subgenre of gothic horror, it's a genre or mode of literature and film that combines fiction and horror, death, and at times romance. Uh, let's see. It's, uh, it was attributed originally to English author Horace Walpole. Walpole. I, I don't really... These these <laughs> English names, sometimes I think they're made up. Um,
0: was that dry?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> he had a 1764 novel called The Castle of Otranto. Um... In his oh,
0: Toronto. Oh,
1: Toronto. No, no, that's Canada. <laughs> and then they don't do goth in Canada. They oh, just it's call a
0: Toronto.
1: Right, right. It's Toronto, eh? But in the second Toronto, edition eh? of that publishing of that book, it was subtitled A Gothic Story. Um, so it's not about that. It's not about literature. And also fashion. Mm. Gothic, Gothic, Gothic fashion is a clothing style <laughs> marked <laughs> by conspicuously <laughs> dark, <laughs> mysterious, antiquated, and homogenous features worn by members of the <laughs> I just caught what you did. Worn by <laughs> members of the goth subculture. Uh, a dark and sometimes morbid fashion and style of dress. Typical gothic fashion includes a pale complexion with often dyed black hair, black lips, and black clothes. Men and women both wear dark eyeliner and dark fingernail polish, most especially wow. black.
0: <laughs> really? Right. Well, that's what it says. They can just, do that?
1: Yeah. Um, although I will say goth fashion is sometimes confused with heavy metal fashion and also emo fashion. And I need to say for the record, even though this show is not about fashion Beatnik right now, fashion. emos are not goth. They did not come from goth, they're not associated with goth. It is an entirely different cultural movement. So. It's not about that. It's not about fashion. Goth music, it's kind of about this, but let's get clear what music it's not. Um, Dark Wave is a gothic je- je- Jujus <laughs> <laughs> it's the portuguese cookies it's done to me yeah. um it's a subgenre that melds synth pop and dream pop with dark overtones um a lot of electronica in that we are talking about gothic rock not gothic electronica you know dark wave and that uh death rock is uh, a rock music subgenre that has in I would think
0: so i mean it's got the word rock in it right
1: Uh, But it has elements of horror and then like some... It's
0: got elements of whores.
1: Elements of (laughs) whores. It's a horror elemental. Um, And gloomy theatrics. It did emerge from the punk rock movement on the West Coast of the United States in the early 80s. It does kind of overlap with the gothic rock and horror punk genres. Um, Notable acts that they've got are like 45 Grave and Christian Death. They're classifying them as death rock. I think that both of those kind of do qualify as goth rock at least for the purposes of this podcast so you know there's that so I've been rambling on and on but that's okay gothic rock often referred to as goth rock or simply goth alright style of rock music emerging from the post-punk scene in the late 90s Uh, some of the first post-punk bands shifted towards this music with the gothic overtones would be Susie and the Banshees Joy Division Bauhaus and The Cure so yeah
0: Lord's New Church
1: yeah See now, and there now is where the discussion starts. We have had
0: the damned went from punk to a oh a yeah post-punk romantics goth. Yeah, what was the oh gosh?
1: What was the first? I can't remember the first album where Dave Vanian really just kind of.
0: He's like, yeah, I'm goth. Basically, he just says, I'm, I'm, I'm goth. I'm this little punk.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he had been the whole time. Didn't he work as a grave digger or some crap? Most likely. No, or was that dancing? Who is not goth, by the way. Uh,
0: He could have... They both could have been great diggers. Maybe
1: you worked at a... Maybe uh, Vanian worked at a... Toys R Us. Funeral home. (laughs) Toys R Us. In England.
0: Uh, KB Toy Story.
1: (laughs) Right. But anyway... But yeah, so the Damned were involved in that. And I mean, the list didn't say anything about... You know, one of my favorite bands, Bauhaus. Which is interesting... Uh, Bauhaus took their name from a particular style of architecture. Yes. But not Gothic architecture, <laughs> you know. So anyway, so there's that. that. Um, what are there, What are you doing?
0: I'm listening to you. I'm
1: waiting for you to interject with some other bands.
0: Oh, see, because here's the thing: I'm when you think about it, it's like, okay, is this? I don't know. Is Gothic rock? I'm thinking about. Okay, I know I'm I'm, I'm rowing a slow boat here. But yeah. <laughs> um. When you think about what it isn't, it's like, hmm. Right. At the time, there weren't very many uh, bands that mainstreamed. uh, There weren't very many people that had access to their music. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of that gothic rock kind of got lost for a while and then (laughs) reappeared once people started listening to these other bands that were considered more either post-punk or new wave Mm -hmm. and understanding where they came from what their influences were who they saw in concerts and and so yeah i think that's how It's hard to to say one particular band is gothic rock when they had a background of punk Mm -hmm. or exactly even folk or something of that nature
1: well i look at um and I mean, how my,
0: far back does my, it, are we going to go? Because yeah. it's going to be the late 70s. Yeah, exactly. Well, well,
1: my path into goth rock was, you know, through... Post-punk. Well, first through New Wave in the 80s. Yeah. And then I kind of traced that back to some of the, the punk sensibilities with it. Um, and, you know, you, you just keep kind of going back. And, of course, you know, my... Being a little more fascinated with the macabre sort of things. You mm-hmm. know, like Halloween was awesome, and then it's like, oh, wait, there's Well, me.
0: Who was Tim Burton listening to? <laughs>
1: yeah, right? I know. So, um, some of the notes that uh, I found here is there are people. Uh, and like, if
0: you think about it, like, oingo boingo. Oh, a yeah. lot of people that are goths. They like Oingo Boingo. Well,
1: that's because of and Nightmare Before Christmas* and Danny no, Elfman. No, this is
0: before that, though. Oh, that's true. And so. Oh yeah, no. I,
1: and I think that it's um, a—that's
0: a band that, though they're not necessarily a gothic rock band, yeah. they have those elements, yeah. and some of their songs can be. Um, oh yeah. Received as. Sure. Gothic.
1: They—they they, yeah they have a they resonate with a, like kind of the goth aesthetic, um, so I'll throw out this little fact that I found. This is according to a music journalist named Simon Reynolds. Um, This guy wrote that uh, standard musical fixtures of gothic rock would include scything guitar patterns, high-pitched bass lines that often usurped the melodic role, and beats that were either hypnotically dirge-like or tom-heavy and tribal. He described the vocal styles consisting of deep droning alloys of Jim Morrison and Leonard Cohen. Uh, Susie the Banshees tended to use flanging guitar effects Producing really brittle, cold sound, contrasting with their psychedelic rock predecessor. And several acts used drum machines, downplaying the rhythms. Back uh, one notable act was Mercy. Yeah. <laughs> you know the, the two-man
0: that, band right there. Yeah,
1: the stories <laughs> that I heard were that Andrew Eldritch, sister Eldridge, of Mercy, <laughs> Andrew Eldritch was like sick and tired of dealing with drummers and and the problems and all that stuff. So Not having
0: uh, a, a reliable uh, yeah so he band
1: member. Fuck this! I'm getting a drum machine and well the rest is history Um, another notable piece of tidbit of information Alice Cooper is one of the musicians who has been like noted as paving the way for gothic rock I mean the guy was a rocker all through the 70s and he very much had the dark theatrics Mm -hmm. anybody who has actually seen Bauhaus play or videos of that and then sees Alice Cooper if they don't see a, a, a connection or a parallel there then I think they're only fooling themselves I mean come on
0: I mean, come on.
1: I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what else do you have to add about that? Any other bands that you uh, would like to throw out there as like goth rock as opposed to, you know, whatever?
0: Um. Hmm.
1: Come on, you can't you cannot <laughs> sit there and not bring up Mark Boland.
0: Well, I was thinking about that when we were talking about The Damned. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I was doing this. Or I don't know if I microphone. covered my microphone. But yeah, I was thinking about The Damned because... Uh, Mark Bolan really liked them and mm-hmm. had them t- tour with him, and, and yeah. it was at the end of that whole glam rock, yep. moving on to the punk scene.
1: Oh, and if it, and the glam rock theatrics too, please, that's so mm-hmm. goth. <laughs> that's like goth granddaddy there. <laughs> you know? I don't mean the band. I mean the grandfather, <laughs> like, the please don't. grandfathers. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know, cause I'm starting to think about. There was a, a lull there in the eighties. Yeah. And and I can't really come up with any definitive goth rock from the eighties other no, than No, it's tough.
1: It's all late seventies and, and early. Yeah, because, 80s.
0: Yeah. I mean so but also I wanted to say, I mean, there's gotta be like a cutoff for like years that oh we're yeah. gonna do this list because a lot of the stuff that is considered goth rock today. Yeah, I don't know. Or even that's 10 years ago. today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I was going to bring up a couple other old bands who probably paved the way paved the way for the whole goth rock movement. Like uh, what about think about uh the Velvet Underground? Well, I was going st-
0: back to the 60s, uh, yeah. thinking about even like the likes of Nick Drake.
1: Yep. Yep. There's uh obviously the Doors. I mean, they yeah. Jim Morrison's voice was was very deep and and dark with that. He had like there was almost this nihilistic type, you know, mm-hmm. quality to it. Uh,
0: I'm pretty sure that Fleetwood Mac wanted to be goth at some point. I think they did, yeah.
1: <laughs> they just, yeah. Um, <clears throat> what about uh, David Bowie?
0: Uh, well, yeah.
1: He's, I mean, he was goth before there was goth. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Iggy Pop? Yeah. I would put Iggy Pop as, you know, I I think definitely there's a nod towards him, towards some of the goths. Well, what
0: about uh, some of the... Progressive rock bands. I mean, oh, yeah. Pretty dark. Yeah, exactly. Especially Eugenesis when it had Peter Gabriel as, yeah, yeah. as the lead. Yes. Peter <laughs> I, mean, I was just like thinking about all these things that just. They're not really goth rock, but.
1: Well, I'm, you know, and I wish I could be find. That. I wish I could have found that article that I. Years ago I saw it, and I thought I had a bookmark, but I clearly don't. But it was the top 10 non goth goth albums. And like David Bowie was on there, mm-hmm. you know, that so. Um, so there's another bit of information about this that I uh, saw. An album in 1969, uh, that the album's title was The Marble Index, and it was by an artist known as Nico.
0: Oh, yeah, which you the Nico was with the Velvet Underground. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but his 69 album is sometimes described by some as the first goth album. You know, really dark, somber lyrics. Um, so, yeah, it, I, I think that, you know, I think the point we're trying to make here is that um, Gothic rock, I think, actually comes from a pretty uh, qualified pedigree of predecessors. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not like it was some upstart new different thing. It grew out of, you know, a lot of well-respected styles. Um, so let's go with this uh, other bit, of, next bit of, uh, yeah. oh, wait, oh, okay, wait, Here's the. here it is. Hold on. Okay. All right, so let's we'll get a laugh with this first sentence, but it's part oh, of... Oh, m-
0: what about the cult?
1: Oh, yeah, the cult, who was called the Death Cult or Southern, Southern Death Cult prior Death to just changing themselves to the cult. Yeah, definitely, definitely on the board.
0: Which, that comes from off of, like, the doors as well. Yes,
1: very much on the rock side yeah. of Goth Rock, but yeah, for sure, they, they very much, they had a really deep, you know... Uh, oppressive rock sound mm-hmm. even even when they became the cult with uh, their first album uh, Love uh, but
0: also it's like they were post-punk
1: yeah they were very much Love to me though was a goth album Electric Ocean was not Electric Ocean is just straight up rock and roll I love them so much but we're not here to talk about them so this paragraph in 1976 your favorite novel but not mine Interview with a Vampire was
0: published what the f- <laughs> Why would you say this is my favorite novel? Well,
1: why would I say that any of that crap that was playing at Roundtable when we were there (laughs) was your favorite song?
0: Are we going to start this now where it's also about, like, books and shit? Well, no, no, I'm
1: just, (laughs) there's there's a tie. No,
0: I mean about the, oh, this is your favorite song.
1: Oh, oh, no, I guess not. I see what you're saying. (laughs) So anyway, blah, 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 the novel. The book, according to music journalist Dave Thompson, slowly created an audience for Gothic rock by word of mouth that same year saw the punk rock band The Damned debut this is what I, the factoid I was talking about earlier I got it. it, says the group's vocalist Dave Vanian was a former grave digger who dressed like a vampire Brian James, guitarist noted other groups had safety pins uh, and the spitted, spitting and bondage trousers but you went to a damned show and half the local cemetery would be propped up against the stage <laughs> so yeah, you know, I mean and they were very much a punk rock band when they got started and when we saw them, that was a punk show.
0: Okay, I'm calling it right now. Jim Morrison started this movement somehow. All right.
1: I You know what? The reason
0: I say that is because I was thinking about The Damned and thinking about how, I think it was Brian James that went on to Lords A New Church. Yeah. And then Steve Bader's died in Paris. Right. As well as Jim Morrison.
1: Well... No. Do you have more to this "quote unquote" conspiracy? Because I've got, <laughs> I've got the nail in the coffin, as it were, to bust that conspiracy wide open and bring the truth to the masses.
0: What is it?
1: <clears throat> music critic John Stickney, 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 used the term "gothic rock" to describe the music of the Doors in October 1967. Oh. Two years before I was born. Nice. Gothic rock—that term was used then. It was in a review. I don't
0: know why, but I just feel that, and I I feel so proud of myself.
1: Well, you are actually—it's a special feeling. You, yeah, you are the music queen of this podcast. So, this was in a review published in the Williams Record. He wrote that the band met the journalists quote in the gloomy vaulted wine cellar of the Delmonico Hotel, the perfect room to honor the Gothic rock of the Doors unquote. Hmm. So the author also noted that contrary to the pleasant amusing hippies There was violence in their music and a dark atmosphere on stage during their concerts. And yeah, that's probably true I was never there. I didn't go to a Doors concert <laughs> I mean he died when I was what two? Yeah, so, no you, he,
0: before no. you turned two because he died in July and your birthday's in August. Okay,
1: so yeah, I was almost two
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, you they, were alive, but just not what outside what? of the womb no, no, no. I was alive in. Oh, wait. In I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know what I was well, thinking. Um, I went two years back.
1: <laughs> July, w- July what? July
0: <laughs> I what? I was like, oh, yeah, he died in 69. July 3rd, I think. Okay,
1: so it wasn't the anniversary of the moon landing. Mm. Which that was July 19th or 20th. Mm. July 19th was the launch. July 20th was something yeah, like launch. he died that. in know. 71. Right.
0: I think it was July 3rd. I don't think it was the 4th of July. I could be wrong, though. Right. I could be wrong.
1: Um, <laughs> okay, so. Let's go more on this of the origins of gothic rock. So in the late 70s, the word gothic was used to describe the atmosphere of the post-punk bands like Suzy and the Banshees, Magazine, Joy Division, etc. Uh, in a live review about a Suzy and the Banshees concert in July 1978 So the band had only been there together for a year, year and a half? Because I think 77 was their first album release. Anyway. Critic Nick Kent wrote, that, wrote this concerning their performance. He said it I'm sorry, he said, parallels and comparisons can now be drawn with the gothic rock architects like The Doors and certainly early Velvet Underground. So there you go. Two bands. You know, The Doors, as you said, and then Velvet Underground. Um, So yeah, so there's that. Uh, In March 79, Kent used the gothic adjective in his review of magazine's second album, Secondhand Daylight. That was the name of the album. He noted that there was a new, austere sense of authority to their music with a dank neo-gothic sound. Um, later that year, Martin Hannett described Joy Division as dancing music with gothic overtones. Uh, and in September, their manager Tony Wilson described their music as gothic on the television show Something Else. So, and oh, in 1980, Melody Maker wrote that Joy Division are masters of this gothic gloom. Um, so, by. 1980, the term Gothic had been solidified as describing the genre, but clearly, as we've just brought up from these factoids, it got its roots Mm -mm. back to the Doors. Mm -hmm. The Doors.
0: What about the Smiths? What about them? Because it's like, yeah, they've got some Gothic themes. Oh yeah, for sure. Some of it's a bit too poppy. Well, I
1: think that's just more of a function of the the framework of the music that they did. the the framework of their music didn't have like the theatrics and that like the old glam rockers did that gothic rock really wanted mm-hmm. but definitely a lot of the um, dark tones of Morrissey's lyrics have very much I think carry a gothic aesthetic
0: mm-hmm. you know so
1: I I definitely let's call them goth adjacent.
0: They're <laughs> the kind of goth that would perform at uh, wine parties. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd go to that wine or, party barbecues. <laughs> barbecues? I don't,
1: no, no. Morrissey would never perform at a barbecue. I'm kidding. I mean, maybe if you it were was barbecued vegetables, vegetables and, yeah, and like, fruits. And yeah, we're giving roasted vegetables yeah. and we've got the pineapple in the ground.
0: Okay, kind of like a luau but yeah. not really. No. no pig.
1: It's a pineapple in the ground. That's it's it. a very you know.
0: large pineapple. Very
1: large. Several pineapples. Although pineapples do grow very big. It's okay. just I, I understand if the ones they get that big they don't, they don't
0: have the flavor. Yeah, they don't sure. have the flavor
1: and they're really like uh, Dense Meaty you know, Like pulpy So it's like more of just A chunk of wood But still You know Pineapple Right <laughs> Pineapple I need okay. more beer Yeah So I need more beer too And uh, when I come back We'll talk a little bit About early 80s goth
0: There was the chair <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Do 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 Mm-hmm, Frank Sinatra was a Goth, but not really. But yes, I was right. Uh, Jim Morrison died on the third of July, nineteen seventy-one. Holy crap! Hold on, I might be wrong. I'm, I'm going through my brain right now, and I just had a thought. Oh, okay, Whew, that was weird. Okay, so, yeah, while you were gone, was that so long? <laughs> no. Okay, so, yeah, July 3rd, 1971 was when Jim Morrison died. And then in oh. my mind, I'm like, wait, did Steve Bader's die in July as well? No, he died June 4th, 1990. Oh. But I was like, wait. You thought it?
1: he was trying to, like, upstage Jim Morrison. He was like, I'm dying
0: show. on the 4th of July <laughs> in Paris. In Paris. Because Jim Morrison couldn't do it.
1: Right. Yes. That's one more. I went mean, one louder. <laughs> okay, so the next beer up on tap here is... Uh, what is this? What brewery? Fair State Brewing. Sorry, Fair State Brewing Cooperative. I can't read. There's not enough light for me to read where they're out of. But this is the the Duke of Bakesfordshire.
0: What is it? Ba- 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 Bakesford... Ba-
1: Bakesfordshire.
0: Bakesfordshire.
1: Yeah, oh, God. Anybody... So I My apologize to anybody Bakes who... Bakesfordshire. Actually <laughs> is English. And here's our... Atrocious mockeries. Our
0: uh, talk about yourself. Jesus. So this, <laughs> is I'm a, great. this is
1: a pecan pie inspired pastry it's pecan.
0: stout.
1: <laughs> oh my god. It's a pastry stout brewed with pecans, maple, and vanilla. And I remember when we had the last one, I don't didn't get a lot of the uh pecan so much, but you know, it could just be me. So So the eighties.
0: The eighties. Well,
1: so, Susie and the Banshees, actually, their second album was published in 1979. Oh, my goodness. It's Join Hands. Oh, by the way. Oh, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Cheers. Um, born in... 90, or born. Published in 1979, Join Hands came out. A lot of... Uh, it was described as having a lot of the signifiers of gothic music. However, most people... Because uh, 1979 also was the year that Bauhaus released their first single, the tongue-in-cheek song bella lugosi's dead
0: tongue in cheek
1: yeah they meant that as a joke they did not expect that to be like the one defining song anyway
0: i mean yeah because when you listen to it it's like oh my gosh it's playing forever oh my
1: god the song is (laughs) ridiculously long. so um but a lot of people retrospectively say that that's kind of like the official beginning of gothic rock like when it was like okay now it's a thing
0: see i'm sorry i just looked up uh clan of zymox oh yeah because it's like, are they post punk or are they gothic rock?
1: How uh, how are they listed on the
0: post punk, gothic rock, dark wave? Yeah,
1: yeah, Clan of Zymox, definitely. It was where yeah. uh, I, I, I
0: started thinking about that song, Back Door. Oh which yeah, which is like one of their mm-hmm. most familiar, mm-hmm. or famous, yeah. or yeah, some people have heard right. Of it. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, this so it's gonna r- be difficult. Early, yeah, I know. I've been trying to put together a list already. Uh, in the early '80s, you had Susan the Banshees and the Cure. Um, they, oh, okay. The Guardian newspaper in England uh, regarded Susan the Banshees' fourth album *Juju* as art Juju. rock. No, not the. Don't call it that. They called it art rock. Um, Steven Stephen Severin of the band at the time he said that uh, they were influenced by the Cramps. Um, I do like this. This says. The Cure's oppressively dispirited trio of albums, uh, being 17 Seconds, Faith, and Pornography, cemented that group's stature in the gothic genre. And I, yeah. And and like it says, the line from the first song on on the album Pornography, the Cure's album, the first line is, it doesn't matter if we all die. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty much... (laughs) It's dark. Yeah, that's (laughs) it. Um, So, Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. They make mention of Nick Cave's first band, The Birthday Party. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they said, uh, The Birthday Party's Junkyard album, they combine sacred and profane things together using Old Testament imagery with stories about sin, curses, and damnation. Curses. <clears throat> and then, of course, in 1981, they had their single, Release the Bats.
0: It's the Bats.
1: Oh, my God. Right now, one of our listeners is probably
0: laughing. <laughs> it's the bat
1: Yeah, all the way out of Santa Cruz. Uh, let's see. Kill he him. had
0: a lot of Southern comfort. Was that what they were? That's Re- what was being. Oh my had. god! Yeah. Who brought the Southern comfort? I thought he did.
1: He might have. I don't know.
0: Unless it was uh, Ginger. Could have been. But I thought I thought it was.
1: Yeah. Well, the you know. Bats. <laughs> it was bats.
0: <laughs> so, okay.
1: Uh, Killing Joke. There's another one.
0: Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Scarlett is like. Oh I know, like She is way into them. that
1: one. Um, saying that they they said they were originally inspired by Public Image Limited. So. Really? Yeah. That's
0: awfully strange.
1: Um, okay, that's what I was thinking of. The Damned Black album in, 19, in the 1980s. Um that was kind of the dramatic, crooning album. Like,
0: we're no longer yeah. punk, we're death. <laughs> right, right,
1: exactly. Now it, it does, depression. It does say that the Birthday Party Band and Killing Joke um, dislike the label Gothic. Um, oh, Adam Ant, he's another early, like, influencer on the Gothic aesthetic, Gothic mm. rock scene. Yeah. Well, a lot of See, a lot of his fans But his
0: mainstream stuff When he, like, caught on It was more like a new wave kind of Oh,
1: absolutely Yeah, he he thing. was like the romant- New romantics And mm-hmm. and that sort of thing um,
0: New romantic pirates, y'all
1: Right, exactly Well, New th-
0: romantic lost boy
1: Right, there you go um, A lot. That's the thing Is that, like, they're saying A lot of people When this term came around It was almost like It was a perjurative term And they, like a lot of people don't want to be, didn't want to be known as gothic. They're like, no, 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 that's not what we are. We're something else, you know, whatever. Because um, it says here, gothic rock was would not be adopted. This, this is all. Those are words. Gothic rock would not be adopted as a positive identity or a tribal rallying cry until a shift in the scene in 1982. In London, the Batcave Club opened in July 1982 to provide a venue for the goth scene. And here we are bringing around to what we talked about earlier. That same year, Ian Astbury of the band Southern Death Cult used the term Gothic Goblins to describe sex gang children's fans. Southern Death Cult became icons of the scene, drawing aesthetic inspiration from Native American culture and appearing on the cover of *Enemy* in October of that year.
0: So now I'm thinking about the Native American culture... And Jim Morrison was really in, into yeah. that as well. So then it's like, maybe the Native Americans were like their... <laughs>
1: <favorite>. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's good. It could be. Okay. All
0: okay. right. I don't mean to... to uh, no,
1: no. This is not meant to be like... Tram- offend anybody. Trampling yeah. on... I'm just thinking on, about these things, know, like what, e- what
0: influenced... Oh yeah. oh, yeah. There's, you know, rituals. I'm thinking about like n- like voodoo and, and such, like... the. Well, I mean, I'm really starting to to get all over mm-hmm. the map here. I'm thinking like New Orleans. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, screw Anne Rice. Yeah, yeah, I'm not interested in her but, stuff at all because I think she lives down there now. That I've oh, got it. But yeah, it was it's just like
1: a like hundred years old.
0: No, I don't know. she's probably in her seventies. Anyway,
1: but um, oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing is I think all of these kind well, of this is history. All of these kind of social, um. Aesthetics, these these things that we see, not not social, cultural, sorry, cultural aesthetics, um, that were in contrary or in contrast to the you know the put a smile on your face and everything's fine, it isn't the world just great kind of look um, that to me is is really what the whole Gothic aesthetic is about you know it's and I think I'm getting overly philosophical here, maybe, but I think a lot of people in the world eschew talking about. The darker or less happy aspects that are part of life. I mean, you know, I mean, life itself. We're you know, we here. We're all alive. Well, hopefully you're alive listening to this podcast. I don't want anybody to die listening to this podcast. But
0: That would be a shitty way to go.
1: Yeah, right? I mean...
0: Listen to some good music or something. Listen to some good music. If
1: you're going to die while listening to something, listen to something good.
0: Don't listen to this. Anyway, but... Um, Classical music. Yeah. Original goth.
1: Right. So, Mozart.
0: <laughs> Borzak. Oh yeah, uh, Mussorgsky. Act-
1: See now here you are. I think that's how. I here you are M- showing Masor- off your stuff <coughs> again.
0: Bach. Yeah. Chamber music. Oh yeah. The monks.
1: Benedicting monks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but that's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I love. Like, my mind's blown.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is it's like all of these people.
0: I know it's not goth rock, but yeah. no.
1: All of these people. All of these creative endeavors. All of these parts of life that are not the happy, sunny day, everything's great, look at that. Love like, child you know, all of that. the 60s. Yeah, it's that's what goth, to me, goth rock wants to do. It wants to say, hey, you know, we're all alive, that's great. But part of being alive is the contrast with being dead. Part of being happy is the contrast with being sad. You know, part of the light and the brightness of the world is in contrast to the dark. So... I've always taken it as you know the, the contrast of things. This, this looking at these darker, often seen as less pleasant or even macabre parts of the world, and finding uh, uh, joy and satisfaction and 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 accepting that they are also part of our experience in life. I mean, maybe I sound like I'm kind of trying to be all you know snooty about how I think about this, but I mean honestly, goth music is. Very personal and core to me. That that is a g- huge part of the influence of who I am to this day. And so you know, it means a lot to me. It means way the hell more to me than any of that pop crap that was playing at Roundtable ever could.
0: <laughs> yeah, Hootie and the Blowfish and Matchbox Twenty or not? I'm gonna God. bleep
1: those out of this freaking <laughs> podcast. I can't, Duncan Sheik. Well, oh my God! You're just. You know what? Well, gonna,
0: who I, oh, Eve Six. Do I need to unplug
1: your microphone? It's blasphemy! You're saying these bands. Lisa Loeb. Are, oh my god.
0: <laughs> oh man, we were just getting served. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: okay. Uh, <clears throat> the hits
0: just kept coming. They weren't hits. I'm gonna they were just li- hitting us.
1: I'm just gonna lighten the mood and and read some names of gothic rock bands. Okay. Okay. Because I think that will lighten the mood. Okay. These are a list. This is by no means uh, an all-inclusive list, but these are these are bands. That are generally considered to be gothic, at least in part of. I mean, some of these bands like have a large discography, and not all of them fall into the goth rock category, like The Cure. But so this this is just bands that are all or in part gothic. Okay. And they're in
0: false. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're pretty much in alphabetical order, except for some of them are by. Never mind. I'm just gonna read them. Okay. Okay. So uh, 45 Grave.
0: Forty-five graves.
1: Oh, they're definitely goth rock. You know, they're more punky, uh, campy, kitschy kind of sound. I yeah, sure. I think they're more like a horror movie goth rock,
0: like a B movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, totally like the the old. The old monster movies.
0: That's how I feel about like the cramps and stuff. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Oh, the cramps, very much so. I, I definitely think that they are totally the B movie thing, mm-hmm. and and I get it. I, it's a, it's a it's a cool aesthetic. They got a thing going from, and I think Forty Five Grave is basically the gothic version of the cramps. Mm-hmm. That's really how I'd say. It. Uh, and also the trees, more ethereal. The
0: trees. It's no, it's
1: the band is called And Also the Trees. Oh, <laughs> not the trees. I'm
0: like I don't think I've, yeah. I don't. Think and also the trees.
1: That. Yeah, they're. Uh, I they're they're more like Cocteau twins to me. Oh yeah. They're kind of into that etherealist thing. So, um, this is a band I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but um, they're definitely very goth. Bauhaus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. What yeah, about? I didn't mention anything about them earlier because it's like that's like one of the number one bands that if someone that doesn't know shit about goth, that they'll they might have heard of Bauhaus and think oh yeah.
1: Yeah, you could point at my yeah. house and say, there you go, that's goth. That's goth rock in a nutshell. You know, how did I get in this nutshell?
0: Definitely not loving rockets. No, no.
1: <laughs> oh, it was funny. Um, uh, A good friend of mine, you know him. We don't usually say names on this podcast. Sometimes we do, but we don't always.
0: Occasionally.
1: But um, uh, he is my, uh, I've known him since I was 11, and he's the... the comedian one. You know who I'm talking yes, about? Yes, yes. Yeah. The one
0: that we haven't seen for a long time. Yeah,
1: because he just suddenly appears. Anyway, um, he said, isn't it funny that like with Bauhaus, all their songs were like, oh, it's about death and you're going to die and Bella Lugosi's dead. And then with Love and Rockets, it was like, oh, it's all about death and you're going to die, but that's okay because you'll come back. Because <laughs> Love and Rock is very much that's more about transcendentalism. Can I that.
0: also insert a little tidbit of yeah. when I was in high school? And I had a friend, and I'll say her name, Audrey, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because we're no longer friends. Oh, haven't been for like how long is? It? Shit, it's been like twenty, twenty-one years now. Anyway, what? Yeah.
1: Since you've been friends.
0: Since we haven't been friends. Right.
1: So uh, you stopped being friends while you were still in high school.
0: Yes. So she corrected me. Yeah. She corrected me when I said Bauhaus. What did she, she say? She called them Bajas. I was like, oh, I really like Bajas. I'm like, you need Bauhaus? No, actually, it's Bajas. And I'm like, how so?
1: Did you tell her that we don't live in Germany? What? They didn't either?
0: Yeah. I was just like, okay. And she was like, oh, I'm really into Susie and the Banshees and The Clash and all of this. And, mm, yeah. and she would write the names on her backpack. And
1: she was really posturing, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: like she, she just knew it all, and I'm just like, hmm. I gotta apologize. I'm pretty sure that I, I was the right one in this when I said Bauhaus. Right. But let her think what she wants to think because she apparently was trying to be the cool one in the group. Yeah, I gotta
1: apologize to everybody for hearing me crunching these cookies because I got a package of these delicious that the Portuguese cookies. I don't hear you
0: crunching on just because of the fact that you're not. Yeah, crunching with a microphone. Yeah, I don't have a microphone clipped
1: to me because we all know that when that happens, you can't hear anyone me. else. So yeah. Um, okay, so let's. I'll just go through some more of these bands. Then um, this is another band.
0: Not Bajas.
1: Not, not Bajas. <laughs> um, this is actually a German ant. German.
0: A German ant. I didn't know aunt. you had a German ant. Well,
1: on my on my dad's side. Oh, yeah. Um, no German band. Blue Tangle. Ooh. which means blood angel
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's amazing how easily german translates to english because they're very similar um which yeah uh aren't they the ones that do that cover yep. of the um i can't
0: remember Cry Cry Little Little Sister. Sister? yeah, yeah. Scarlett was listening Star- to it yeah really.
1: exactly which is a cool uh, i think that's a very good cover on it. um okay christian death obviously we've mentioned them they you know death rock but eh, they're goth um the church they definitely have yeah. some. I mean, their album Starfish definitely had some goth. You know.
0: Here's my problem with the Church. I felt like too all, uh, no, not just that, but it, their music pretty much sounds the same. Like it all sounds the yeah, same to me. Yeah. Um, um
1: Yeah. I mean, well, it's like my old '80s band. We played Under the Milky Way, and that's all you need to do by the Church.
0: What about Reptile.
1: That's a great song, actually, and that to me, that song, the sounds of it are very gothic. To me.
0: Right. Um. Yeah.
1: But beyond that, I mean, we've heard it. <laughs> um, this isn't so much goth rock; it's getting more into the dark wave because they're much more electronic oriented. But the crew shadows, yeah. But I mean, but they do have yeah. a lot of guitar riffs, and they do have a, a live drummer along with because they do. uh
0: and they've got like sequence uh,
1: tracks and stuff. But
0: oh, well, what about? They kind of have like a thing going for them. That's kind of like a, a Dead can dance. Oh yeah, Cause like the violin. Oh my and, god.
1: Well, they're they're further up the list. I um. really like them. I like theirs. Their Dead Can Dance is almost more world music yeah. with a touch of goth. Yeah, I really like that. Okay, so continuing down the list, The Cult. We've mentioned them already. Mm-hmm. The Cure. We've mentioned them already. The Damned. Their names come up. How many times in this conversation? I don't know
0: how many times. kill uh, me.
1: You're right. <laughs> well, after when I'm editing, I'll count them up, and I'll put. I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to put a count to the end. Um, dead Can Dance. Death in June. They're almost a little more folky, though, like folk-goth. Yeah. You know? But also, I mean, they're definitely dark. Um, Joy Division.
0: What? what, I'm totally blanking. Gene Loves Jezebel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: They they definitely had a goth aesthetic to them. I think they were a little more like a glam rock band. Yeah. But they definitely had a goth aesthetic to them. Um, uh, Here's, not a lot of people will know this person. Uh, Gataine Dimon. She is just, she's a vocalist but she did a lot of stuff in goth music, but more of the really kind of like, almost operatic and orchestral mm-hmm. goth type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to, um, what's her name that was married to Roz? Uh, Eva O, oh?
0: mm-hmm.
1: similar to her kind of stuff, I think. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong mm-hmm. thing right now.
0: I'm, I'm not sure, but I, I'm not like too into that stuff. Yeah,
1: I have some tracks by her but you yeah, anyway, yeah. uh, whatever Joy Division I, I think I said that Killing Joke we mentioned them mm-hmm. your favorite in mine The Lords of the New Church <laughs> <laughs> weren't they in the New Wave competition didn't they have a song in the New Wave competition
0: yeah didn't you you're
1: gonna try to muscle them into every have <laughs> hour we're gonna do one that's gonna be like uh 70s disco. But
0: I think and you're going to
1: put Lords of the New Church in
0: there. Yeah, but I also put Laura Branigan in We're gonna there. We're going to do yacht rock. I'm going to find a Laura Brannigan song that I could put. Wait. <laughs>
1: what? In, in the um, goth?
0: Like Deep in the Dark. Oh my God,
1: yeah. Just <laughs> like Inter
0: Commissar. No. Okay, everybody. Anyway, go yep. ahead.
1: Everybody, right now, when she puts in <laughs> Deep in the Dark by Laura Brannigan on our goth rock list, you just all get to laugh because I'm going to I was point joking
0: it it's, not a, it's not really goth it's just mm. the title is
1: no I know dark I know. well Falco was like I'm going to have the song published from hell or high water and
0: she's like I'm changing the lyrics if I'm going to sing this <laughs> shit if you want me to sing this shit I'm changing these <laughs> lyrics what is this
1: dirt commissar crap
0: <laughs> I don't speak German what is, what is
1: it who is that man about the, fi- or the fire or after the fire after the fire after the fire what were they that is, they kind of translated I'm I trying
0: to get on the freaking the hot 100 here yeah. <laughs> in america in america so yeah I'm, I'm on american bandstand mother bitches and solid gold i got to do something different right okay anyway um, okay yeah so continue Rest in down the list
1: got it right <laughs> we got a few more going on this the mission
0: oh yeah and the mission uk
1: Well, wasn't that just like a what was that whole schism there was a whole thing about it's like there was a band already known as the mission mm-hmm. and then there was a band in the U.S., called The Mission, and then...
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: That was really weird. Here's one, although, again, I think that these guys are definitely more on the uh, dark wave cyber type thing, as uh, Raised in Black. Mm-hmm. And that's R-A-Z-E-D, Raised, meaning to level down to the right. ground. Right, like you know, to destroy. with a razor. Well, or yeah, or like to destroy.
0: Ah, damn. See, I was thinking, I was thinking about the chameleons. But they're just post-punk. They're yeah, not really yeah. considered goth.
1: Susan the Banshees, we did mention them. Sisters of Mercy. Or like you said, the Sister, Sister of, Mercy, of Mercy. Because it's just Andrew Eldridge. Who apparently always is being seen in his freaking hockey jersey on stage. Because he's like, He I'm looks not like freaking
0: Jason Voorhees. Oh, he
1: does, yeah.
0: W- once he started going like, oh, I've got a shaved head and everything. Yeah. And I'm wearing a hockey jersey.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm like, okay, where's the mask, dude? But
1: you know what? I give him credit for the, you know, I mean, g- when guys get older and start losing their hair. Some of them try to hide that fact.
0: John Travolta just shaved his head finally. He? Yeah.
1: Oh, it's a bad time.
0: After years of trying to hide the fact that he was losing his hair. Yeah. And he looks fine. He actually sure. looks pretty dapper. He looks like he could be Daddy Warbucks in here. Oh, wow. Okay. But yeah. he's got facial hair at the you same time. You know who time. needs
1: to shave their head? Ted Danson.
0: Yeah, but he's, he's, been, he's never going to let go of that freaking toupee. The, no,
1: no, he's not. He no, had,
0: by now he's got what implants it? or Isn't something. it the
1: same one that he had when he was on Cheers?
0: No, it's a different color now. <laughs> he might have dyed it. He might have some Brian sort of weird like, attachment to it. But yeah.
1: okay.
0: no, mm. no, yeah. The other one was frizzier. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah,
0: okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like a shag <laughs>
1: carpet. <laughs> so, Southern Death Cult, yeah. we mentioned them. Uh, Switchblade Symphony, I, again, I think they're a little more on the dark wave kind of thing. Yeah, they're like all ethereal, electronic, yeah, they're, electronic yeah, they're dance. All, and, and I will say this, though I like a couple of their songs, they have like six songs. But they've just been remixed a dozen times.
0: <laughs> kind of like Berlin.
1: Well, <laughs> Berlin has lots of songs, it's just none of them are any good. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry.
0: Take my f- breath away. No, 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 no. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Remember at the start of the show when we were saying what goth is not? That song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, this Mortal Coil.
0: Oh. That's kind of an obscure wow.
1: call out, right? Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah. I just I don't Mm mm-hmm.
1: Here's someone
0: pee.
1: Well, we're almost done. Oh, okay. So here's someone that um gotta go, gotta
0: go, gotta go. This guy go right he now, um gotta go, gotta go. He's gotta definitely go. in the
1: goth rock or goth music uh, broad category, but he often describes himself as a little more like gypsy and punk, and that would be that guy Voltaire. Oh yeah. He's got some fun songs. I mean, there are some songs that he does. That I wouldn't I, think are I wouldn't cute go and out
0: and, and willingly purchase or no. or see live in concert or anything like that. But I
1: would if it was, like, at the state fair. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, he's playing at the county fair, I'm, and so I'll
0: just I'll walk be, around, and I'll hear him from a distance. Right, much
1: like we did for uh, salt and pepper this past year, yeah.
0: So um,
1: but yeah, I just...
0: Some, I mean, if I'm listening to a mix that's, like, pretty decent, and it's yeah. got a good flow, and, like, he pops in there, yeah. it just depends but on the mood. He's much more
1: like piratey gypsy punk rock kind of thing yeah
0: folky in a way yeah which is fun like a Russian gypsy yes absolutely that's that's the aesthetic I think it's it's fun but it's
1: not like it's not serious music to me
0: right it's like that's who our Pirates Fest friends listen to or something I don't
1: even think they would well okay Groggy would know him yeah but not many of the others maybe um, Slim and Myla Mm,
0: and Matterson
1: maybe maybe Matterson maybe Anyway, Kevin
0: okay. Lawrence isn't there anymore. I know. Or else, I'd say possibly him, just because he seems more cultured. Yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, he has he he he's he likes to go to the oldies. Oh, he does mm-hmm. very
1: much. So yeah.
0: So okay, and then maybe the, not. The last
1: one I have on this list is good old Roz Williams. Roz. Roz, Yeah. Raz. <laughs> so okay, so we're Roz. we're we're already at like plenty of uh, of time recording. So. Let's uh, let's wrap this up with... um,
0: We've got a lot of work ahead of us. We do have a lot of work ahead of
1: us. We're going to put together our lists. We each put together a list of 16 songs, and we do need to come up with some alternates because I feel that we're going to have more common songs on our separate lists, and we're going to have to pull alternates for that. Um, And then those will get randomized and then paired up in a head-to-head competition where we vote off or vote down Single elimination. We're voting something. We're voting to determine scientifically what is the best goth rock song of all time. Um, but uh, before we do that, I will say this. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us. sidversuscoco 11 at gmail.com. It's S-Y-D-V-S-C-O-C-O-1-1. Um, you're already getting this podcast, so you clearly know where that is. But we are com. That's the URL for our feed. You can... Tap into that and listen to us. Um, we have we have a Slack channel. People don't know what Slack Mm-mm. is, but if you email us, we'll tell you what Slack is and how you can contact us that way. And we have a Discord channel. We have our server or however they call that. So yeah, it's there if you want to find us. Just look on uh, Discord, Sid versus Coco, and we're there. And I do check it daily, um, mostly because of other servers. You know that. Of people who actually have something important to talk about that are online, I can communicate with. So there's that. Oh! What was I gonna say? Um, I don't know. What was it? So here we go. We're gonna wrap this up with.
0: I thought that's what we've been doing this whole time. No.
1: (laughs) We're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna close this out with our story about. Going to see Christian death.
0: Oh, okay. But before we get into that story, I'd like to talk about something real quick.
1: Oh, okay. Go ahead.
0: Since this is a, a. Are you gonna eat that? No, I'm not. I okay. told you earlier I don't want it. Thank well, you.
1: yeah, but maybe you changed your mind. It's a um, peanut butter cup. That's why I want it.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> uh, since it's goth topic here. Uh, In March. It's not even October. We should have done this October. Gothtober. No. Goth. No. <laughs> well, okay. So we have been gone for a while. Yeah. And one of the reasons we've been gone for a while is because we've been busy, but also we lost a pet. Oh, man. Well, it's dark. That's true. Sad it's shit. Gone. Yeah. And that, you know what? He was a black dog.
1: He was Johnny Cash black.
0: Yeah. hmm So yeah. Um. Yeah. You won't hear the tail wagging in the fountain anymore.
1: <laughs> no, no, you will not hear. You not hear him drinking from the fountain or wagging his tail right through that. Um. Yeah. Well, damn it. That's right. You made me think about the fact that now we're down one. Yeah. Well, there but you he go. he was a
0: goth dog.
1: He was a goth dog. Here's here's to the goth dog soft dog all right
0: and so yeah christian death mm-hmm.
1: so okay wh- i don't know where to, to start was it? what year was this, this?
0: was like 2013 2014 right. i want to
1: say yeah because it was after the second time we went to pirate fest
0: right and the first time we went was in 2012
1: 2012 yes and then 2013 and then yeah uh, it
0: good. must have been later that year in 2013 i'm going to guess that
1: or either that or early 2014 something yeah
0: I was and just thinking show, it wasn't that cold. Right. And we were in Oakland. Yeah. So the show was in Oakland. I want to say it was in the fall. And
1: and it was like, you know, a couple of some people we knew were like, oh, yeah, we're going to the Christian Death show. And I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. And we thought. Oh, see
0: what it's like, let's you know. Let's get it's get the cheap, tickets are cheap. Tickets it's in a small cheap. venue. Yeah. Tickets were cheap we so were gonna hang out with some friends, stay at their place. Yeah,
1: and which all of that was great. I had a blast with that. Really, really cool.
0: We made the best of it.
1: Yeah. But man, we get there. Now now For those that are not in the know, Christian Death was a band formed by, um, well, several people, but Roz Williams was always considered basically to be the heart of Christian Death. Yeah. Well, then um, Valor came on as a guitarist later, right? Yes. Yeah, he came on later as a guitarist. And And they were
0: both kind of like doing a John Lennon, Paul McCartney thing. Yeah, they were both kind
1: of writing and trying to kind of make something of it. And then Roz left. I think
0: he, he there was yeah there was some there was d-
1: enough friction that he basically yeah. just said f you I'm out right and there was uh, some
0: creative and social differences yeah
1: so well Valor kept going with the band as Christian Death well Roz Williams came back later and said well I'm going to tour and he called he brought some musicians together and was performing old songs Try and he me. called themselves Christian Death and so then a whole lawsuit followed as often does with these things and it was like there was, I think the decision was, or the final court decision was that Roz could only tour under the name Christian Death if he used the moniker uh, Christian Death featuring Roz Williams or something like that. Yeah. He had to have his name attached with it. Oh, no, wait. I think it was a US-UK thing. I think that, like, in the US Valor could tour as Christian Death, but if he went to the UK he had to tour as Christian Death Featuring Valor Cond, I think was his last name. And Roz, if he toured the US, it would have to be Christian Death featuring Roz Williams, but he could be Christian Death in the UK. It was something really weird like that. But,
0: and the I'm Ro- trying to. Roz, uh, Roz
1: died. Ro- yeah,
0: he well, he died, but I'm trying yeah. to. Yeah.
1: But Valor has continued on with the Right,
0: band. But, but I think it was like the early 90s when this happened because. You, yeah. Roz Williams died in the late 90s Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. after all that bullshit. Yeah,
1: yeah. So anyway, the point being is that we went to see this band, right? It was this little venue in Oakland, and I don't remember the name of it. But it was cool. We had a good time. You know, the opening bands were kind of neat, and the venue was pretty cool, you know, simple.
0: Too many words for me to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah,
1: go ahead. So the the venue was nice. So
0: it was like, okay. it's very small. I mean, how many people do you really expect to show up to some sort of show like that?
1: Yeah, come on. Christian Death is well past their prime. Yeah. I mean, I know how old I am, and the members of Christian Death are older than me. So let's just say that. Well, the drummer, I don't think, was. The drummer that was playing with Christian Death (laughs) and I was the only one on that stage that I cared about what they were doing. So, anywho. Right.
0: We're there. And, like, we happen to know like we were acquainted with the bartender. Oh,
1: right, right. So me. that was
0: cool. Mm-hmm. So we got our drinks and we listened to the, was was there an opening? Yeah,
1: there were two opening bands. Well, we missed most of the first opening yeah. band. Yeah. But the second opening band wasn't bad. I don't even remember who they were.
0: Right, I don't remember the names of it. But then, okay, so Christian Death comes out. Oh my God. And it's this, she wanted to be an Amazon of a, of a woman, but she wasn't. Right. What was her name? I don't know. I can't even remember. But it was White
1: like, Hill was the opening White,
0: band. White was that no the thought,
1: opening band, wasn't that?
0: I thought they opened up for the cult.
1: Oh, you're right, never mind.
0: <laughs> Which is a whole other story. That's a whole other story. Oh my yeah. gosh, guys. Another time. Okay. We're not telling yeah. that story tonight. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So this woman that's in Christian Death with
1: uh Yeah, the bass she's playing bass. Yeah. Like
0: I don't know. It was like she was trying to be sexy And strong And And be kind of like the Counterpart In the band to Valor Yeah And they were both just When you when you like to call yourself a two-bit hack They were both two-bit hacks They were one-bit hacks I don't even know if they, they, were, they could hack
1: They were like a <laughs> mockery of yeah. any, It's like
0: it's like they had been stuck in a garage for months on end. Yeah, it's like... Drinking when, Bud Light. Right. And got to the point where they were drunk off of piss beer. I wish, I don't know how you do that.
1: You just drink enough, I guess. Um,
0: And then thought that they had enough to play a live show in a bar.
1: Yeah, and you know, I mean...
0: And a lot of people were not having it. No,
1: I know. A lot of people were not having it. That's what I thought was hilarious. People just
0: started slowly walking away, like, keeping their distance oh my and then finally we're like do you guys want to just go
1: yeah we we ducked out before the band was done and went and got some really good french fries
0: at that place where apparently the dude that owns it is in green day
1: or associated with yeah something like that i don't know yeah
0: i think the owner of the restaurant chain or that particular i don't know yeah someone in green day right which is not but goth at all
1: no not goth in least bit but the don't fri- let
0: anybody tell you they yeah, are the fries were good yeah, I, remember. I just
1: remember that's what that's what our we, buddy said. He goes, he goes, their their
0: fries are awesome. And yeah, because they, like, they had like smothered fries and, yeah, and different they had all kinds, kinds of, of crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know.
1: I mean, it was just a there was night a place to
0: go joint. to if you'd been drinking or smoking. Yeah, it was or the late night burger
1: joint is yeah. what it was. Yeah, and we went there and then we uh, we left Oakland, went on up to Richmond and uh, crashed out, and that was they
0: were in Emeryville.
1: Are you right, Emeryville, which is just south of Richmond? Yeah. So you know. I think we drove through Richland when we left. Maybe.
0: Richland. Now you're just Rich, changing Richland. everything. I am. I'm no, but basically, our, the moral to the story is that if someone invites you to go to a Christian death concert, it's not a concert, number one, and don't go.
1: Right. Yeah. Th- and that and don't go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that's everything I think I could say. Well, no, that's not true. I could say a whole lot more. Oh, we could. But. I think that's everything we need to say about goth rock.
0: Until we get our lists con- right. configured and, and So
1: our next assignment is put together our 16 song goth rock list and maybe try
0: to not double up with well, stuff. Well, I mean oh, that's what well, we have to do. This <laughs> we have before. to do extras just the, Yeah, okay. alternates.
1: So yeah. so how many alternates? 5 alternates. 5 alternates. So 16 songs plus 5, al- that's 21 fucking songs. And goth rock, we can't be going into this new dark wave, cyber EBM, you know that? Well, that's getting into industrial anyway, but...
0: I think that as far as the decades are concerned, we're um, at least with songs that I think that are goth, they're going to probably cut off before the year 2000, for sure. Oh,
1: yeah. As a matter of fact... Pro- like, I, probably
0: 1990. Yeah, I was thinking, my
1: stuff is probably... I, the, the first draft of the list that I've started putting together, everything is late 70s through the 80s. There's a but couple the, 90s.
0: Yeah, though. I mean, because I'm thinking about... Like, I know it's not goth rock but it could it's it's goth rock to me like is melissa after mar like oh, the, her wow. solo stuff that even, she came out with i didn't
1: even think about that but yeah you're so right with that yeah see goth gothic rock is pervasive people it's everywhere you probably are a goth fan and you don't even know it
0: if you like art then you'd probably like goth
1: i don't know what else to say if, if you, you like that.
0: classical music you'd probably like goth I, go you back go back got to the art
1: one that was <laughs> a better that was a better line
0: I know I was just think I,
1: I, I, I didn't ever read if you, any, you like
0: was, poetry you'd probably like no, goth no no no
1: see when you <laughs> said if you like art you'll probably like goth if I had been prepared I would have went boom, boom. done <laughs> mic drop but no now we're just going on for another like five minutes about it so alright all right. Okay. I think that's all I got you got anything else nope wow that was really loud on there no <laughs> that totally clipped out it like shut off the I busted the speakers Alright. Say good night, Coco. Good night, Coco.